This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Post Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting WCWP.org. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Take No Sh- I'm your host, John Wasserman, and I'm here with Brianna Saverino. Hi. Mm-hmm. Full-time student, part-time DJ, part-time entertainer, and part-time songwriter. That is correct. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Brianna? Good? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. So can you tell me a bit about yourself, a little bit about your background? Some of the Instagram Live and the podcast viewers aren't going to know who you are. Sure. So my name is Brianna Saverino. Um, I'm 19 years old. I am going into my sophomore year at LIU Post studying arts management. And honestly, what I do in my free time is I DJ and I write songs. Okay. So obviously you love music. At least I'm oh, assuming yeah. you do. All right, I love so why don't you it. tell me about a bit about your music taste? Um, I'm really into anything that's good. <laughs> yeah. So um, Like what about what about your pet peeves? Like okay, then if you like mm-hmm. everything, what do you hate? I don't hate country, but I'm not a fan of it. I hate it too. I try no, to I'm go to a country say it. concert. I'm going to jump out the window. No. Darius Rucker, I'm talking about you. <laughs> I tried it. I tried to go to a Rascal Flatts concert. I lasted about an hour. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I think it's the crowd, too. Like, if you're a country fan, you're that type of person to yeah. go to a country concert. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be the type of person. And I totally did not fit in at all. Everyone was in, like, cowboy boots. And, like, I was like, no. I you know, can't like, be here. To me, it is. They all just kind of sounds the same. Yeah. But then again, you know, I'm more of a fan of, like, rap, like, alt-rock. Mm-hmm. To someone, like, who likes country, doesn't like that, it might just be the exact exactly. same, you know? And that's the good thing about music. Like, it's just universal and everyone has their own preference. Yeah. And that's what makes music mm-hmm. music. So Same. where do you think your niche is then? Um, instrument heavy, I guess. More pop side. Mm-hmm. Very, like, lyrically focused. Okay. So is that the kind of uh, musical influences you were exposed to as a child? Like, from what genres mainly? I think as a child, I just listened to, like, whatever was on the radio mm-hmm. and whatever my family listened to. So I guess, like... Broadway, but also, like, yeah. pop, but also, like, 90s freestyle, hmm. but okay. also, like, you know, party songs, like the Macarena, hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, see, my parents just always listened to reggae and uh, okay, the Grateful yeah. Dead, so, like, that would always be I was never exposed to any yeah. of that, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I ended up not liking any of that, but <laughs> that's what they liked. No, me neither. Not a mm-hmm. fan. Okay. And so, since I guess you're a bit of a more of authority on this, what is your favorite album of the year so far? It's really tough because I listen to a lot of music, uh-huh. and I definitely listen to a different song every day. I okay. try to at least. But honestly, the best album I think of the year is Cape Town's Lemon Boy. Okay. Every song on that album is just like so lyrically so, like focused. Okay. It's just really good. It's very so. What, soft. what are they usually? Um, I would think they're a soft indie pop type. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely like. Like Icona Pop. Yeah, like like he can write a song just using a guitar, and that's the entire song. It's not very like. Okay. Bring in, like, electronic stuff, you know? Hmm. So, yeah. All right. But, yeah, it's a really good album, so you guys should go listen to it. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think of mine. You notice I found myself listening to a lot more recently of, like, like XXXTentacion's music? Mm-hmm. Like, is you know, the unfortunate. After the, yeah. yeah. 
Like, no, I found myself listening to a lot of him. I really like it. You know, really? I like that kind of like different kind of sound. It's you interesting. Know what I mean? It's definitely original and new. Yes, exa- that's what I like about it. It's just yeah. like they're pioneering something exactly. new, like that whole genre, like it's that kind of like heavy yeah. metal rap. I agree. It's like, not. I think it's interesting. It's not the cliche rap. Yeah. So that's what makes it unique. Yeah, yeah. that and like this uh, old band called Royal Blood. You ever hear of them? I've never heard of them. I recommend listening to them. They're I will very go listen good. to them definitely. See, like I was into uh, the Black Keys when I was in high school. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, like, Black you know, Keys so, are very good. Oh yeah, no. So I loved like you know like their Rubber Factory Brothers, like really like that hardcore kind of sound they just had yeah, that exactly. sound that very that no gritty one garage band copy. sound exactly yes, yes. like they're recording in like their garage like it's awesome, awesome so i yep. was really into that then you know i started listening to this band there's like you know a duo also like you know not like the same kind of gritty like radio moscow black keys sound but mm-hmm. still very very good yeah good stuff mm-hmm. so what were the first steps for you to becoming a musician what like when did you first start playing an instrument what was it i think i was in sixth grade and I took up piano lessons okay and um I just didn't really like it I couldn't oh did anyone force you to do it no I was like mom I think I want to take piano lessons she was like okay so she put me into it but I was more like uh they have to like teach me and they make me practice and I just rather do things on my own terms and like what I want to learn I don't want to learn like from the book I want you to teach me like a song and like the theory behind it instead of being like this is c this is d I didn't want to know all that Mm -hmm. so I ended up quitting that and then I picked it up again a few years later, and then I quit it again. Hmm. And then I just started teaching myself because I had just so much background experience with the, the piano. Okay. And then I just, that's it. I just started so teaching myself. So you just really didn't like being taught by someone? No, to, like, I'd rather to do teach it on myself. Their schedule? Yeah, I hated that. I, I hated like that. being somewhere at five that. o'clock. Yeah. Having to practice on a them Friday having night. having them nitpick you. Exactly. And be like, oh, you didn't practice. Well, I didn't want to practice. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing my thing, okay? Exactly. I was enjoying myself. Exactly. Yeah, see, and, like, when I was in elementary school, I played the violin. Oh, my God, the clarinet <laughs> in elementary school, yes. Yeah. And I would play it, and, like, my orchestra teacher hated me. Like, at one point, she tried to get me to quit because I was so bad. I was like, really? I hate this. Is that even Fuck possible? <laughs> like, no, I, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, your second violin still. I'm not, I'm not putting you up. I was like, I... Yeah, I hated I, the clarinet. I ruined it. Everything about it. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> oh, yeah, the brass band. No, I was orchestra. I was string. I got you. Okay, you were in that. Yeah club mm-hmm, the erudite yep ivory tower exactly yeah, that was us that was us <laughs> mm-hmm. now that brass shit brass is crass everyone knows that no you're right <laughs> i'm not even gonna argue that yeah so so i'm assuming after the fifth trial with the piano is when you really got into the music yeah i just started like playing chords here and there and i started singing over it, and i was like hey maybe i can just like make a song out of it and you know mm-hmm. there were like they were like middle school songs. Like they were dumb. They were okay. stupid. You know, they didn't really make any sense. And then over time, I was like putting in feeling and thought and mm-hmm. time into my songs. And I was like, hey, this is actually not that bad. <laughs> and uh, I just kind of like took it off from there. And so you also told me a little bit before that you picked up, that you just picked up the guitar. Just I'm a up. very impulsive person. <laughs> like the other day, I wanted to learn how to skateboard, so I went to the store and I bought a skateboard. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm could trying be... to teach myself. Exactly, it's, it's fun. and I and it's I fun. and I learned That's that cool. that day. I just like really just ambitious and like if I want to like to do something. So like I'm really impulsive. So I was like, you know what? I want a guitar. So I brought my brother with mm-hmm. me. This is like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and we went to the music store. And I'm like, I want to buy a guitar. And she's like, Have you ever played before? I was like, Never, not even a note. So I picked a guitar and I went home and I started teaching myself chords. And mm-hmm. then um, recently over the summer, I took up lessons and they started teaching me like, you know, um, scales and like okay. just notes about it. Just the and, technicalities uh, of it. Basically, yeah. And mm-hmm. I already had the background of music theory, which really helps a lot. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, I th- it, honestly, if you know music theory, if you know the language of music, you can learn any instrument possible. You really can. So would you say the whole like language of music is different from, let's just say, a conventional language? Would you say that it actually exists, though? Yes. 100%. How so? So how do you communicate with through music? Um, honestly, like I just see music and I hear it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, when they look at a song, they don't think like anything behind it. And I'm more like when I hear a song, I hear like the notes they put into it. And I hear like what they did and what and what the, like the progression was and like everything behind mm-hmm. it. And I think in order to like write a song or understand a song, you really have to understand the theory mm-hmm. and the meaning behind it. Okay. So. So when did DJing come into the mix? All right. Of so I think you know, I was. One you were waiting for. Yes. <laughs> I think I was around maybe 12 or 13, and I found some dusty old turntables in the basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, Dad, you can, like, hook this up or whatever. Because he was a DJ when he was about my age now. Yeah. So he was like, all so right. So what was he doing? Like, Funk Master Flex? Like, like weddings and Sweet Sixteens. Oh, okay. Like, you know, he wasn't emceeing, though. All right. So that's one thing I got him on because I emcee and DJ. <laughs> I am the full package. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm like, you should hook these up. He's like, all right. So he hooks them up. And there I was in the basement playing TK and Cover Girls, like, on repeat. Because <laughs> all we had was, like, 90s, like, records oh. and 80s records. Like, <laughs> we didn't have anything. Like, it was there were turntables. Like, you couldn't mm-hmm. put anything digital on it. So I was just 90s freestyling. And I was just learning how to work the turntable and scratch and mix and master and mash and, like, everything you could possibly, like, do. And I was like, this is fun, but we need to take it to, like, the next step. Because I, mm-hmm. like, there is no, like, full, like, level for me. Like, I have to just keep going. Like, there mm-hmm. always has to be room for growth. So I was like, we have to get something bigger and better. So what we have now, it's digital, mm-hmm. and there are two turntables, yeah. and you can load a song onto the vinyl. And yeah, so it probably helps like, with, like, the wear and tear of Exactly, the and you could just scratch modern-day Lady Gaga if you wanted to. <laughs> it's actually really cool, and it's a okay. lot of fun. So then, like, what was your father's influence on your music career then? It seems uh, like he had a big part of it. I think he just introduced me to the world of DJing. Okay. And then I kind of took it from there. Okay. Did he ever mentor mentor you at all on it or no? He was like, this is the volume, this is the fade, <laughs> this is the power button. I was like, <laughs> all right. He was like, this is how you scratch. And I was like, all right. And I just sat down there for hours at a time and I taught myself. So. Okay. So what do you say is the learning curve for turntables? And do you think it's difficult to master it? Yes, 100%. It took me a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a name for people that can, like, scratch really well. I can scratch, but I'm not, like, I can't do, like, any competitions like that. I'm not that good. But they're called yeah. turntablists. Okay. And they, like, master um, the technique of scratching. It's all very precise, right? It oh, matters yeah. about timing. You have to know, like, you have know, to know when that the beat's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's it's hard. You just, you, your, like, left hand and your right hand have to be doing two completely different things. Mm. Like, one's, like, moving the record. The other one's like messing with the sound exactly okay. it's it's pretty tough but it's a lot of fun and there's like so many different like movements you can do hmm. so it's cool definitely look into it okay oh people are waving hi <laughs> hello okay so once you go from vinyl records to digital and did you ever start on vinyl or no um, well, you were saying, do you? Yeah, yeah, I started. Kids? Yeah, I started on vinyl, and then I think a year later we started investing um, into more modern day equipment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like bring in the laptop in yeah. and bring in a new mixer in and okay. stuff like that. And so then what do you prefer to use out of the two? Um, Which one's your favorite? I like using, well, they're both vinyl. Okay. So I like using vinyl like modern day wise where I can just load a Justin Timberlake song. They load it up and on And scratch that? it up. Yep. 
<laughs> but yeah, rather than like, because I know a lot of DJs today don't even use turntables, which is totally okay because it's too heavy and a complete mm-hmm. like waste of time, honestly, because you can do the same thing almost with any small controller. But hmm. I like looking vintage and yeah. <laughs> being unique. I the like aesthetic. I like doing. So do you ever try to like does. um, you try to like ever combine the two? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How so? Um. I know you're saying like with the digital like vinyl. Yeah. Thing, but anything else? Uh, well, when I go on gigs, I actually don't bring the turntables with okay. me. I think it was only once I did that, and it was so heavy, I was sweating. So I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I, st- I bring, mm-hmm. um, I just bring, honestly, the the mixer, and that's all I bring. Okay. And a laptop. All right, so then what kind of events do you perform at right now? Well, right now, currently, I do anything that people give me. So, <laughs> so uh, what did this start as? How's, well, walk us through the progression. All right, so... Um, block parties are pretty popular. Yeah? Yeah, I do a lot of block popular. parties. Um, yeah. Popular. popular. Um, birthday parties, sweet 16s, mm-hmm. communions. Um, Any bar mitzvahs? No, I've never, I've never been to one, never done one, never, like, mm-hmm. worked with my boss on one. <laughs> so, but um, eventually, oh, and I've never done a wedding, which is. Oh, so you work for an actual, like, DJing company? I work for a couple companies, yeah. Okay. I definitely work for a couple companies. Um, cutting edge, shout out, but. Um, yeah, he kind of also mentored me, like, this is how you run a party. Like, it's really not about, like, what music you play. It's how you run that party. If you walk in with confidence, a yeah. smile on your face, the party's going to go fine. You can't walk in there like you don't give a shit. Hmm. You have to, like... So what's the kind of vibe you try to bring? What's the energy you bring? Very jumpy. Like, okay. we're going to dance. Like, if I okay. came here, somebody better be on that dance floor. <laughs> I'm going to get pissed off. You're going to call them out. Yes. Okay. Oh, I always do. I grab that mic and I'm like, you guys mm-hmm. better get out here. And I always like. My yeah, you sig- try to like bring them in. Like yes. you try to bring them up to always. the mic all the time. Exactly. Yeah. I always try to get them to sing in the mic. I just have to like keep moving. I can't just sit still. Mm-hmm. Always just a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. But um, my signature thing at the end of any party with kids, I always do a dance battle. Oh, yeah. Boys versus girls. Yeah. And it <laughs> usually it always works out pretty good except that time where. There was a fight, but it was fine. Really? What happened? It, um, well, we did boys versus girls, but then the kids decided amongst themselves to do school versus school. Nice. Yeah, nice. so it was literally jar- uh, Jets and Sharks, and uh, then they started fighting and fist yeah. fighting, and then um, I just cut the music and left. Yeah. That, <laughs> so That's the time to leave. Yeah, I was like, they're not going to call me back for next year. See, I remember my old school, uh, my old college when I went to Iona, I was the, used to be the mascot for like two games. Okay. Then what happened is one game at the very end of a basketball game, like another team just started slapping like someone from uh, Iona. Oh my God, And yes. a fight just started breaking out. <laughs> then I remember I was like, all right, no, I'm out. Like the security guard just looks at me and says, get out of that costume. They're going to like hang you. <laughs> no, schools like, are crazy. <laughs> they, don't, they don't joke around. Yeah, no. Nah. Especially when it comes to like that school versus school beef. Like, exactly. All I bets was are like, off. I was like, it's supposed to be like friendly competition, yeah. but I don't know. Now, I remember, I know, like every like high school has like beef with another school. Like I'm oh, assuming yeah. that happened with you, like with your high school. Where did you go? Um, I went to Lindenhurst High School. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Who, who was your guy's rival? I think. Wow, it's been a while. I guess was it Smithtown? No, Smithtown. Half Hollow Hill. I don't even remember. Smithtown, huh? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I no, for us, know. it was Manhasset. Honestly, like, I suck. And I played school sports, too. And yeah, I, what'd you do? I did basketball and softball. Okay. And then I got injured in both. <laughs> so, yeah. Really? Yeah, like, I, so you just got one, like, unrelated injury in one, then you went to the other? Yeah. It's like, oh, first, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I first got an injury in softball when I was really yeah. little in, like, elementary school. Someone hit me with a bat, so I fractured mm-hmm. my elbow. And then um, I went to play basketball, and I was in a boot, like, in a cast mm-hmm. for my foot, because I think someone's – I don't know what happened. Like, it must – like, I – 
hit a nerve or something. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go do softball, and they were like, well, you can't – the doctor's like, well, you can't play softball because you're injured from basketball. So I was like, all right, quit. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it in it college nice. anyway. Like, it's too much effort. I, was, I wasn't even going to do it in effort. college, so why waste my time? I was like, all right, <laughs> later. So, yeah. Yeah. High school. Yeah. Don't miss those times, times at all. College is way <laughs> better. Okay, so, so, so I since – since I interrupted you a little bit, so oh, yeah. okay, so it's okay. Parties, fights between schools. What was the next? What was the next thing? Like, what'd you start doing after that? Um, same thing. <laughs> okay, just that same like kind of yeah, thing. Repeat. I'm just trying to like make some extra like weekend money right now. Mm-hmm. It's good cash in your pocket for like I'm a sure. four hour party, and I only got to pay my health. off the books. Oh, off the books, and I I pay someone I to carry stuff. Probably said that on air, but it's off the books. <laughs> it's okay, and um, yeah. Well, eventually, like. I guess maybe my junior year of college, I want to start doing bars and clubs. Okay. So that's where I'd want to take this DJ mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I don't really think I want to take it past there. If it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. try and get like You're try Paris to be the Hilton next, big. Uh, Axwell. Oh, like, yeah, Paris exactly. Hilton? What do you mean, Paris Hilton? She DJs, but she's terrible. Yeah. yeah. But I would totally pay to see her. <laughs> it's, a, it's a laughing so show. So it's like a. You know, just like TMZ there, free exposure. Oh, yeah, exactly. But yeah. All publicity is good publicity. She's right. probably making money off oh, of it. Oh, my God. She's making so much money off of it. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm not trying to be the next Paris Hilton. Okay. I just want. I mean, I hope not. I was gonna, I was gonna say more like Skrillex or. That would be at, cool. Like, Alex, well, I was gonna it say could Paris Hilton. It could happen. I was I gonna could, go there. <laughs> I could produce some beats. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I've made some rap beats. Okay, so what are your inspirations for DJing and performing then? Um, what made you really want to do it? Get out there. Money. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Money and I really like entertainment. Anything okay. to do with entertaining a crowd, being mm-hmm. like and. Being, like, a DJ, you're not really the star. You're, like, behind the booth, which is what yeah. I love. I'm yeah. just controlling everything. So, every- no, eyes aren't really on you. Yes. It's like- I, you were controlling the entire party. But everyone behind- knows it's you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I like customer service. I like talking to people. So, you go- mm-hmm. if you go in with a smile on your face and just yeah. look like you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you'll be totally fine. I yeah, as Since I work at a restaurant, I know exactly what you're yes. doing. Yes. As long as you're Fake calm confidence. and active, you're fine. <laughs> If you want that, I've tip, been very stressed, and I've just stand that, and it, you just it have to stand out. there and smile. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. money definitely. Mm-hmm. You make a lot of money in this mm. business. I'm telling you, mm. and especially being a girl, I feel like there's not a lot of us out there. So mm-hmm. I always try to use it to my advantage. So okay. yeah. So which kind of events do you perform at? So I just I, I just asked you that three times. I'm it's sorry. It's okay. I can answer. What it is again. your favorite? <laughs> what What is your favorite kind of event to perform at? Um, like DJ wise. Yeah. By myself in my basement. Yeah. Honestly, yes. <laughs> so what's your doing my favorite? own mixes? Um, anything I mm, block parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, those probably sound fun. Because we, sometimes oh, you don't really? eat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes they don't feed you. You're sitting there sweating. No yeah, one it's probably dances. Probably fun to go to them. Oh yeah, it's great to go to them. <laughs> but when you're working it, you're just sweating, and Screw no one this. dances Fuck the this. entire time. No one comes to check on you. You're just standing there sure, looking like an idiot. Thing. Just yeah, your, you just keep you're the, your own device. I just keep the entire Beatles album like on like <laughs> loop, and I just stand I should, there. It's gonna be older people listening to it exactly. Too, you know? So they they like and their kids. Yeah. So you can't really get too raunchy. Yeah, an old guy came up and he was like, "Got Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett." I was like, "You know what? I'll just throw it on there. It's not gonna <laughs> yeah, affect not? anything at this Screw party it. at all. No one's even Screw gonna it. hear it." <laughs> so you got any fun stories about like either of these times? Uh, I think you got funnier stories about one of the, your least favorites though. Do I? Do you? You tell me. I don't know. Um, I think everything's a funny story, honestly. I laugh at everything. Okay, so tell. Let's see. Um, well, it's not about death because that might be a little messed no, up for some, no, some, no. Of our, some of our viewers. So a funny story about DJ? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly I honestly don't know. I really don't know. I'm sorry. 
Sorry. It's all good. You know what? Don't worry about it. We can go to the next one. Yeah. It's going to shoot me down there. Sorry. If I think of one, maybe I'll just jump in. (laughs) Okay. So when you first started DJing, when you first got, like, Shadow Cutting Edge, when you got uh, (laughs) in with them. Yes. That was my in. So did you find it hard to feel out of crowd? Like, really understand the kind of Um, vibe you had to bring? In the first, like, in the beginning, yeah. I was like, how do you know? How do you know? Now I can walk into your room and immediately Mm -hmm. immediately know if the party is a yay or a nay. Mm -hmm. 100%. You can just tell by the way they act, the way they dress, the venue it's in. Mm-hmm. You just know. Okay. And the type of party is it, it is, of course. And so what kind of vibes do you try to give at your gigs? Excitement. Yeah? Just a uh, steady flow of excitement, dancing? Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I always dance to my own. I always mm-hmm. dance when I'm playing music. Always. And good style. I always dress okay. stylish. Okay. <laughs> Well, you gotta look I think it's fun. You gotta look fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you put on the sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. It's part of hip hop. Like, Hold you know, the mic. Fresh. Yeah. MCing is fun mm-hmm. too. So, what, what everyone... is MCing? MCing is um, talking into the mic and just, I guess, pumping up a crowd. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. being the hype man. Like, yeah. The mic controller. Exactly. You are the MC. That okay. is your job. But, um, yeah, I always try so to get hear, people like, to do the. Like, rappers called MC. Sorry for interrupting you, but no, you know you're what good. I mean? Like, M, like, Exactly. J. Cole, people call him an MC. Like, yeah, I think I think they're just masters of the mic. I think that's what an MC is. Okay. They just know how to work that mic. I'm mm. not very good at it, but You're like learning. I said, you give off false confidence, and it works every You're time. Learning. Works every time. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to your original music, let's move away from DJing for a bit. All right, what, uh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> about it. No, it's okay. <laughs> just kidding. So, what goes into the songwriting process for you? Um. Your thoughts and feelings of the day. I can only write yeah. a song if I'm inspired. Like, okay. right now, I probably can't write anything because nothing. You inspire me, but I don't Thanks. think I can write a song right now. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I understand. But you said you had a few uh, set up for us? Um, yeah, I think do? so. Maybe. Yeah, we can, I guess, do one. Yeah, yeah you want it? All right, sure. let's do it. Live show. Oh, boy. I think Ghost maybe I'll do a, uh, uh, more, like upbeat Upbeat? one just because this is my only upbeat one all the other ones are sad songs Uh and i don't really want to ruin the mood of this podcast (laughs) well thank you you're very welcome uh you know what i remember the words it's okay (laughs) yeah i wrote this one probably back in may Mm -hmm. and uh i don't really know what it's about to be honest all right well we'll figure it out um, yeah yeah it's open to interpretation Mm -hmm. however you think yeah, we got as much time as we need here, so we'll figure it out. All right, I'll take 40 minutes to sing this. <laughs> but uh, this is called um, Somebody Else. Should I just go? All right, go for All it. All right. And I looked at you, you showed your smile The stars showed the moon we left all night We said goodbye, you hugged me, I felt Something inside, not sure what it meant I couldn't sleep at night And I would never tell somebody else about you, somebody else Keep a fucked up secret in the back of my head Don't leave me broken, don't leave me broken down I need to move on, I need to move on now I'm sorry if I caused the 
So what's the name of the song again? I think it's called Somebody Else. I've just decided okay. right now. All right, there you go. Yeah, my songs Perfect. actually don't have titles. I decide them like when I post them or right. perform them. So, impulsive, yeah. I like it. Yes, very impulsive. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If you want okay. more of my music, you can check out my YouTube channel, Brianna Rose, or yeah. search Shout Brianna out. Rose Shouts Breathe, out. or search Brianna Rose Paper Plane. That's my new song. So Paper check plane. it out, subscribe, like it up, add to watch later, whatever like you got to do. Song? Um, yes, but without the S. It's just singular. One paper plane, not multiple. Same beat or no? No. It's actually really slow. Man. Yeah. So you said most of your songs are sad songs. That's like one of the few yes. happy songs you got? Yes. I think. What, what do you think makes them sad songs? Honestly, I think I have more like feeling and, and like in my songs when they're sad. I don't okay. know. What makes them sad? E minor. <laughs> I always yeah. use an E minor okay. in all. I remember you telling me that once. Yes. If you listen to all my songs, there's always an E minor in there, whether it's yeah. piano, guitar, trumpet whatever it may be there is an e minor so i'm not very musically gifted it's okay Can neither you tell am me i what e mi- but um listen um oh, i was about to say I have a question you just made me forget it um you asked what e minor was yeah okay what is e minor thank you thank so um e minor is a chord and um it consists of the notes e um g and b on a piano Okay. And you can change it up and make different, like, chords out of them, like B, E, G, and that's a different form of E minor. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to make it major. Okay, it doesn't matter. So what but about yeah. that? What about that? Is like that, like, very kind of melancholy, very low? Yeah, so I think So what it's about that makes you like, gravitate towards, like, sad lyrics and more emotional It's just lyrics. so strong. Yeah? Yeah, that's it's just so strong. Yes, yes, definitely. I think, like, if I wrote a song in, like, C major, which is what most songs are written in, mm-hmm. they're all happy. Um, okay. I wouldn't be able to really profess what I'm thinking or what's on my mind because usually what I'm thinking is super strong and like thought provoking and okay. I need to get that across with a sad song. And honestly, like, I feel like my music, like it doesn't matter how many views it gets. It doesn't matter like how many people hear it, listen, like whatever. It matters like mm-hmm. what they feel when they listen to mm-hmm. it. That's what I'm trying to get across. Okay. Feelings. Yeah. I gotcha. Hmm. So, yeah. All right. So 
when you so it seems like you kind of have your hand in two sides of the same coin. What do you mean by that? So the production side, like yes. DJing, and then also writing lyrics and mm-hmm. like the technical, like guitar music side, the yeah. instrument side, mm-hmm. not the music side. I suppose music. It's okay. Like the instrument side. Yeah. So it seems like you like to have like a large amount of control when yeah. you create these songs. Mm-hmm. So have you ever like collaborated with anybody or like want to collaborate with anybody? Do you um, think that would be a problem? Yeah, I collab with a couple people, and um, I'm not going to collab with anyone else anymore solely because I need like i need everything that i do and write to be my own i can't have like someone being like oh that's my song or oh like we help write this together Mm because i i need like to know that like what's mine is mine like and Mm -hmm. it's not like a self-absorbed or like selfish kind of thing it's just like when i create something i need people to know like it came from like this mind yeah you know I like yeah. You need the recognition. You want right. the recognition. Unless a rapper wants to collab, like that'd yeah. be cool. So that was really gonna be my second question. Know. So like what you told me once you listened to like a lot of indie folk pop. That's my favorite genre, yeah. yes. So then like uh you can see yourself collabing with someone outside of that? Oh yeah, for so sure. So it seems like you kinda like try to have that in your song. Mm-hmm. You know that your song that song kinda reminded me of uh it came out a lot like subtle I things. Didn't steal I think it, it's I called. swear. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called Subtle Things. I forget who it's by. Subtle Things. I'll have to remember that Little to look things. it up. I'll look it up right now. We're looking actually. it Hold up. On. Screw it. It's okay. Uh, this, now it's biting me. I, I got to get it. During this Just break, you should look up Brianna Listen to the Brianna words Rose I Rose. say. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? The, the truth <laughs> will carry this. Shit will carry on. Yes, that yes. is by um, Of Monsters and Men, and it's called yes. Little Talks. Yes, I that's feel like one of that's my favorite kind of, yeah, bands ever. Exactly, I feel I can definitely hear that kind of influence, that like yes. kind of upbeat song. I love that band. That band, the Lumineers. Yeah. Mumford and Sons. Oh, uh, my buddy uh, Harrison Cass. Shouts out Harrison Cass. He Shout loves out. Mumford and Sons. Oh, they're such a good band. Uh, I hope someone uh, messages him that right now. He'll love that. It's a really I always good band. About it. <laughs> but uh, that's awesome because that's one of my favorite songs. So yeah. cool. Yeah, so what Making kind of, connections. So then with your music, what kind of vibes do you try to bring? Mm. Right, we already know with your performance. You want yeah. people to get excited, but think, it seems like with those kind of I songs, think, you want them to sit down and really Yeah, listen to like it. the lyrics yeah. rather than – I don't make – like I could, I guess, make like music you can like dance to and remix mm-hmm. with and like party with. Like I would have to use like my like middies and like equipment for that. But mm-hmm. when I write like from the heart, it's not going to be yeah. some like – Mm-hmm. club beat you know gotcha. when I write from the heart it's really just listening to the lyrics and like not like just don't say anything put your headphones in and just listen to the words rather than the music because hmm. that's what it's about okay the music is just the guideful force yeah. to like further push it the but, instruments yeah yeah but it's really the lyrics so do you usually just write with a guitar and a piano since those um, are the only two, those are the only two instruments I'm, you know how to play <laughs> yes um yeah I mostly use my piano or my keyboard, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I usually start on my piano, and then I'll move it to the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will totally take, like, samples of, like, MIDI instruments. Like, I'll put a trombone. Yeah? But through the keyboard. But the sample, okay. So they're sampled sounds, yeah. And that's, like, I feel like they're very, like, electronic, like, pop kind of mm-hmm. music when you listen to that. Because it's not, like, a real band, like, jamming out on the saxophone. It's, like, mm-hmm. just sampled on a keyboard, okay. which is pretty cool. So you think that adds some versatilities to what you do? And also, do you think it kind of limits you? Um, In honestly, I think I think it's 50-50 because I think it's a unique way because, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot of people, I think, do everything yeah, in their own song. Definitely. And uh, well, Ed really, True Shouts Ed Sheeran, shout out to you. Shouts You're out, actually very talented. Yeah. yeah, that's a good song. Okay. But um, Sorry, I think continue. it's, like, hard to find someone that 
writes the song, then writes the music, then plays all the instruments on the mm-hmm. same track without any other name on that list. You're always going to find a name on that list. Okay. So, um, but it also limits me because if I only know how to play the keyboard and the guitar, like, <laughs> yeah. how far can I go? And I also want to learn more, like, music theory because mm-hmm. it really goes a long way. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So what are you doing here at LIU Post? Oh, she's a student at LIU for those of you who I am. Um, I study um, arts management. So I think it's more like behind the scenes of like managing a band or like behind the scenes of like a record label, stuff like that. I actually don't really know, but I'm hoping that's where it's going to bring me. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. So so you want to be, you're saying you want to really be involved in like the production then? I just want to be involved with music and be like in entertainment, the Mm -hmm. industry. Wherever I fall, it's like completely up to, I guess, fate. But okay. Definitely, like, get involved with, like, maybe, like, be a ghostwriter or yeah. manage some band or find some talent or sign yeah, some like people. Because, like I said before, it seems like you're really, like, putting your hand in, like, every part yeah, of the uh, my dream industry. Is you just not, want to be in music. Like, yeah, you just, my dream is not to be, like, a singer, like, on stage. Yeah. Like, I, that's not my you're dream just, at you're all. You're just, like, throwing, I, oh, you're yeah. just getting it all out there. I didn't even do a disclaimer about the song, but before the song. I do not sing. I'm not a singer. Mm-hmm. I just, like, writing music and I have to sing it because I have no okay. choice. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd much rather write for someone and then be like, here, sing this song. Mm-hmm. Well, what, well, like you said before, what if they decide to take their own liberties with it? And they, There's nothing I can do, I guess. Like, yeah. I, like, you know, like in the music industry, um, if you write a song and someone even changes one word, their name goes on that list as songwriter. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So, like, yeah, so that's why it's kind of tough. saying before about having it have to come from your mind. Like, right, that's why, that's why, like, to sing my own songs just makes me feel more free because it's like, well, I wrote this okay. about my own state. So, like, yeah, it's like, why shouldn't I sing it? Yeah, the industry's just so tough. <laughs> <laughs> you know who also used to be a ghostwriter? Kendrick Lamar. Did he now? Yes. It's yes. pretty cool. Do I know and like anything he wrote? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Also, I don't know if you know him. Uh, he's in Slaughterhouse, another rapper. Uh, I forget his name. Oh, man. He just came out with a song. Royce to 5'9". You know him? Yes, yes, I do. He was he in Detroit versus yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Came to speak English. Yeah. But yes, I do mm-hmm. know him. Yeah, no. He's, He's a very a, talented writer. Mm-hmm. He has a good flow. Yeah, no, he was a ghostwriter for like P. Diddy, all these kinds of people. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. That's a big goal. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually not flat. Shout so. out 7 Eleven. Yeah, thank you for the big goal. It stays nice and cold. <laughs> okay. So then, like I said before, like, do you see yourself working with other sounds? Like, like we said before, rappers, like a heavy metal artist, or someone who's classically trained? I could definitely see myself working with a rapper, I think, out of that yeah. list because I think a rapper just needs a solid beat and they can rap okay. over anything. And I think a lot of my songs consist of a simple snare and bass. Yeah. So, like, I can definitely write, like, a beat, come up with, like, a melody for it. I'll sing it and then have yeah. a rapper rap over it. And like we were talking about, like, before, like, we started the interview, I'm like, rap, like, really, like, there's a lot of stuff to it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Especially now it's, like, one of the mainstream things. So, there's like, layers to it. Yeah. A lot of people, like, you know what I mean? Like, sorry, there's not like it's, there's a lot of sub branches. Like, yes, what happened it's with not EDM just rap, back in like 2013? Of rap. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, there's Definitely. house, dubstep, all exactly, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Now it's like you know heavy metal rap, trap, underground old school, rap. Yeah, exactly. Underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like storytelling rap. Mm-hmm. So. You ever hear uh, Immortal Technique? No. Well, you should listen to Dance with the Devil. Okay, I was a list of things. Or uh, Joyner Lucas. What's it called? Ross Cappuccioni. Great song. Definitely have to listen to all those. Yeah, fact. Shout out to both of those people. Want both of you on this podcast. Yes, shout if out. If you'll ever find out. 
Uh, <laughs> I'll tweet them. Don't worry. Yeah, I got you. Right, thank you. I don't have a Twitter. So yeah, at them for me. Oh, they, yeah. Every day. For sure. Oh. So, like, what famous people do you look up to right now? Hmm. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to say I don't because I'm a huge, like, yeah. I'm, I'm a fangirl for everything. Oh, like, 100%. if you have, like, the word famous in your title, I will be, like. It's like, what? I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. Who'd you say you were? Like, you could be anyone. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even have to, like, hear of you. And if you're famous, I'm like, wow, can I, like, have a picture with you? <laughs> but uh, that blue check next to the name? Yes. As long as I have that verified check, <laughs> then you're on my, like, top favorite list. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I think, honestly, Ariana Grande is, like, my, yeah. like, famous, I guess, like, model like i love her like i've been to all her shows i met her i don't think yeah. her music yeah i did meet her best day in my life i was 15 <laughs> but i don't think i would ever like say wow like your music is just so amazing her music is like cute and it's like she didn't write say it, it influences you or no her no I don't know. I just really like her yeah. <laughs> yeah i got it like sometimes you just have to listen to that music that you don't have to think a lot about yeah i totally get yeah that. i think a lot of my yeah a lot of my influences i think are older bands honestly yeah. yeah like my favorite band of all time is fleetwood mac yeah they always will be yes mm. i'm trying to get tickets for them in march but mm. they're literally like a thousand dollars and i can't find anyone to go with me so if you want to see fleetwood mac with me mm-hmm. i'll literally pay for your ticket she's putting it out on instagram please, live please come see podcast me. i really want to go i don't want to go alone I don't want to, yeah, I can't go alone, please. I want to go home. And there's going to be no one there my age, so I definitely don't want to go alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of dads wearing, like, uh, Hawaiians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Fluid Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love ABBA. And it's not yeah. because of Mama Mia. I've always loved ABBA before Mama <laughs> I Mia. I actually don't know who ABBA is. Really? If I'm being completely honest. No, I don't. They are amazing. Who are they? They are a band from the 70s. Okay. And it consisted of a group of four people, and the two guys in the group wrote all the music and... It's really it. I mm-hmm. think they're they're very like disco type music. Oh yeah. You know Dancing Queen. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's them. That's them. Oh shit. Now, I like their music. I'm a fan. They just of them. gained a new fan. I didn't even know. That's like, it. They already had a fan. They have I that didn't verified know, yeah. blue check. They are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they got the blue check. I got a. I am required to like. Yeah, them. they're very old mm-hmm. now. But yeah, I love them. Um. Yeah, I just like a mm-hmm. lot of bands. I think I love Code Line. They're one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. too. Mm. Queen is great. Beatles are good. Okay. So yeah. So then this brings me to Harry the Styles. Part. I'm sorry. Harry Styles. Okay. I love Harry Styles. Are you are you used to like the One Direction? No. No. Never One Direction. You like the one they split up though. I'm assuming. Um. I yeah. A lot I of just people, I, I just really like resonate with Harry Styles' music now. It's really good, mm-hmm. and you, he, it's not One Direction type at all because I never liked that music. You, it's like very rock, hmm. very like Prince type music. So okay. David Bowie. It's very good. Mm. All right. So this brings me to the next part of the podcast. As you know, uh, at least I hope you do. Got three questions to ask people. Okay. Think you I'm ever ready. experienced a roadblock in your life? How'd you overcome it? How'd you turn it into a positive? So, what, like, think of it like this Have you ever been at a moral crossroads in your life where, you mm-hmm. know, you go one way, you go the other, but it changes your character? What was this for you? All right. So, I don't think this is as serious, but it definitely has been a thing in my mm-hmm. life. My nose ring. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My nose, nose ring. ring. Yes. And a lot of people don't know, but um, when I was, like, wanting to get it, when I was, like, 17, mm-hmm. everyone told me, can't get it because it looks unprofessional. And my uncle told me, you can't get a job where I work if you have it. And my mom's like, you can't get a job here if you have it. And everyone was like, and my grandmother, who's, like, so, like, religious and, like, conservative, was like, sign of the devil. Like, you can't do Is it. Is that really sign of the devil? I don't know. I think she oh, just Oh, are you Catholic? That. Yeah, we're Catholic. Okay. But, um... 
yeah, so I was like, all right, I won't get it. So the year goes by, and I'm like, you know, what am I doing? Like, I really want it. So I got it. Mm-hmm. And actually, because of this, I didn't get a job at Eventualin. <laughs> Fun fact, he said, you have a nose ring? I said, yes. And he said, can you take it out? And I looked at him, and I said, no. And he said, all right, have a good day. And I said, goodbye. At Adventureland, really? Adventureland. And that's when I moved rings. to Bounce You. So thanks, guys, for being accepting. <laughs> at Adventureland, they Adventureland. say you can't have a nose ring. Can't have a nose ring. I used to love going to that place. No. But I could totally now see Now you the... can't go there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't support Adventureland. They don't support nose rings. I can't support exactly. you. But, yeah, it was definitely because it was between, like, okay, so my family says no, but I say yes. And I'm just glad that I got it. And when I graduate college and look for a job, if this becomes a problem, like, I'll just deal with mm-hmm. it then. But right now, I really think it establishes my character. It brings out, like, a new, mm-hmm. like, sense for myself. It really gives me, like, that, I guess, kind of careless demeanor about yeah. me. So I really Beautiful. like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my moral crossroad, my <laughs> nose ring. <laughs> so would you say that was, like, a major roadblock in your life then? Um, Obviously, it wasn't a venture land. It stopped you dead. I wouldn't say it's major, but mm-hmm. I don't really have a lot of roadblocks because okay. I just kind of ignore them okay. or just jump over them. Let's say you turn into a positive. You turn the other cheek, right? Always. Mm-hmm. Don't even, like, bother with it. Okay. I don't let it affect me. Okay. I'm just like, all right, bye. And, and so then I guess, like, in part of that, what's, mm-hmm. the, uh, what's the value you place on autonomy in your own life and your music career? Um. What do you mean by that? Okay, autonomy is like um, the ability for you to do whatever you want without having to answer to somebody. Yeah, I just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like you were saying before, right. you're very impulsive. Like yes. it seems you like to live your life a little more free. Yeah. A little more like mm-hmm. if you see, if you want something, you go pursue exactly. it. Exactly. I'm the same way. Exactly. I, look where I am now. Listen, you can't get anywhere in life if you don't do it yourself. Exactly. And that is a fact. No one's going to hold your hand College and can do everything. College can only teach you so much, it. kid. It's not going to give you that job. you got to get it yourself. You, yeah, they're it only looks, here to just me, help you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I just I'm just super ambitious and I yeah. hustle for things. And if okay. I want it, I make it my mission to get it. Yeah. Well, like what you were saying about before about uh, the piano lessons mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. So you know you left because you just got. I left, it. but you know, I never like, gave it up. Yeah, you I never gave it up. You still it. did it. You still mm-hmm. did. You did it on your own terms, though. Right. I yeah. respect that. You know what I mean? Like you exactly. didn't do it by a schedule. I don't give up on things. I just turn them into like another way I can like learn it or perfect mm-hmm. or, like perfect it but I never like give up on things ever I'll always learn a way I'll always find a way to master mm-hmm. it I have to that's just like mm-hmm. who I am so then how has joining the college radio station helped you it definitely opened me um up to a lot of new people mm-hmm. new connections yeah. um I think it kind of brought me out of my shell a little bit because I started doing their events Okay. And when was this? This year? Yeah. You're a freshman, correct? Well, you were well, a freshman. Yes, I'm going to sophomore year. Incoming sophomore. Yes. Okay. And um, yeah, I just started doing their events. But how did they find you? I went to the radio meeting yeah. and I went up. Um, it was either, I think it was Victoria. So shout out to you. Thanks for helping shout me. Shout out to Victoria Media. Yes. Oh, Victoria Media. Go listen Media. to Double O Rock. I follow all your social media. So. <laughs> um, but she doesn't have the verified blue check. Work on that. Get it, Victoria. But, um, Victoria, come on, Victoria. I don't even know you that well, but Victoria, come on. (laughs) But she was like, I was like, listen, I'm a DJ. Like, is there any like place for me here? And they're like, oh my God, we haven't had a DJ in years. Like, of course, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I started like coming to their events, like helping them out with like the music and stuff. And surprisingly, like, I got like pretty good feedback and it really gave me that boost of self self confidence that I needed. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, now they're now I want to like make like 
uh, mixtapes for like the radio and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, mm. definitely gonna start working on that. Okay. So do you ever like go on air, like have your own show? Or? I do not. Oh, okay. They just like employ you for the events. Mm-hmm. You help Basically. out around behind the scenes. Show up to the meetings, eat mm-hmm. the pizza. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the pizza's awesome at those oh, meetings. Oh, always. Thank you, Dan Cox and Thank you, Janine. Dan and Janine. Yes, shouts out pizza. to you guys. Definitely. And so how is the music, uh, how is the music production program at LA you helped you out? Um, Teach you any tricks that you didn't know? I don't take any production classes here. Uh, I'm actually not even sure if they offer them. Okay, so what do you take here? What's your major again? Arts management. Arts management. So it's like more, I guess, um, writing and like looking deep into like, why does this organization do this? And how can you make this organization better? Mm -hmm. And how can you like, and oh yeah, why, like what's wrong with this organization? Okay. Stuff like that. So it's kind of like showing you the business side also. Basically, yes. Okay. So then I know you said you wanted to like maybe work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. So how do you feel about working beneath someone at a record label or having to answer and compromise with a band as a manager? Well, what do you think of those? Two? I would love that. Yeah? Yeah. Like I said before, I love celebrities. Okay. So if I'm in the same building, if I'm working for a band, like I already fulfilled my goal. Yeah, but then like that you have to like deal with them. You have to yeah. like, understand. To, like, I don't know if I could ever manage a band. I don't know if I could do yeah. that. You very, you literally give up your life to I the just, road. I think of Almost Famous when I think of managing a band. That sounds just awful. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Isn't that with Emma young, Roberts too? Maybe? Yeah. Or no, 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 no Kate Hudson girl. or something. Yeah, Kate Hudson. Yes. Yes. That's young, it. He's like this young guy, like now the, I have to like watch high it. school kid. Yeah. Like goes off as a photographer for Rolling Stones. It's great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 I watch it. Then you might like change your mind about being a man. Maybe. maybe. I don't know if I can do it because you're literally mm-hmm. just you're giving up your life to yeah. support these people, follow them, do mm-hmm. you know, just get them to where they want to be or whatever. I think I'd rather stay put at like. Republic Records or something. Okay. And like, <laughs> what's Republic Records? They're just another like record label. I just threw okay. one out there. It doesn't matter what right. I work for. Warner Brothers, Sony, mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. Atlantic. Atlantic, Epic. Mm-hmm. Def Jams. Shouts out to all of you. So so Def. Brianna Rose is coming for you. Interscope doesn't matter. <laughs> um. So then, what what do you think drives you? Myself. Yeah. How yeah. so? What made that happen? Like, there's got to be something that made that happen in your life. I that just made you say, "Fuck that! I'm doing it for me." Yeah, I just need to be, like, productive. Mm-hmm. And, well, if you know me, mm-hmm. if you know me pretty well, you know that my number one goal in life is a Porsche. Okay. <laughs> so I will do mm-hmm. anything I can do to get my hands <laughs> on a Porsche. So, yeah. So I think my ambition just really drives me to just do what I want, mm-hmm. like, when I want. Not in a way, like, I do whatever I want. No. Like, if I want to do it, I will get it done. I will find a way to complete that okay. task and work my way up. Because mm-hmm. I like being seen as, like, oh, like, she accomplishes, like, oh, she's mm-hmm. an overachiever. She's a perfectionist. Like, I like compliments like that. Like, that's the way I'd want to, okay. like, deliver. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, my attitude, I guess. That'd be start with making beats out of your, what is it, room? Yeah, my room, a basement, you know. Yeah, Wherever room, my basement, laptop what, is yeah. chilling. Okay. Yeah. So what do you use to produce those beats? So I actually use a lot of things. It depends, mm-hmm. I guess, what mm-hmm. type of mood I'm feeling. I have, like, a small, like, a Kai MIDI that okay. I use for, like, small type beats. And then when I really want to get into it, I have the machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's by Native Instruments. It's super cool. It's literally just a huge pad with a bunch of buttons, and you can turn it into keyboard form. So every every pa- like drum pad is um, a note. So it goes C, mm-hmm. C sharp, D, whatever, and you just make beats on that, and it's actually really cool. Okay. And that's how I made my song "Stay Awake." If you haven't listened to it, it's on my YouTube channel, yeah. Brianna right. Rose. Stay Brianna awake. Rose. That's it. Yeah, and then search up like the name of the song, okay. so it pops up. Because there's another Brianna Rose out there trying to steal my fame. So make sure you don't click on Shots her profile. 
Okay. So you got anything else you want to say? Um. Anything you like? Any last words? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for last words. Um, you gotta be ready for ten sometime. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're <laughs> right. Um, listen to my music. Book me for your gigs. Mm-hmm. Collab with me if you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. You got any information you want to push on here? You got like a Instagram page for your music? I don't, but you can follow my regular Instagram, which is at Brianna three A's underscore Rose. There you go. Brianna underscore Rose with three A's. It has yeah, been Take Nosh. I'll see you guys all next time on the next episode of Take Nosh. Bye. Peace. Like what you hear? Here's how you can let us know. Give us a call at 516-299-2626 or email us at info at wcwp.org. Like us at facebook.com slash mywcwp and leave a comment or tweet us at mywcwp. We welcome all kinds of feedback. To directly support the podcast you just enjoyed, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to give back, visit WCWP.org and click the support tab. Thanks for listening from your friends at WCWP.